our church, we know we have, just one, I digress for a second here. We know we have our business meeting this evening at 5 p.m. So if you are a member of this church, members only, you will be here this evening at 5 p.m. being led by Senior Pastor O'Neill Madden. Those who are already watching online at www.abundantlifelv.org, always a pleasure having you share with us on this special occasion. Our title, our theme today is Emmanuel has come. And we are celebrating, we don't know nor do we care, the day when Jesus was born. All we care about is that we have a Savior, and his name is Emmanuel, God with us. So we have our Lord and Savior Jesus. We are celebrating him today, and we are so thrilled to have you. Also, those who are listening online, wish you could be here in person, but we're still glad to have you listening at 1060 KKVV, 1060 AM dial. Wonderful to have you as well. Our speaker is none other than our senior pastor, O'Neill Madden. And he'll be coming to us right after this introduction to give you a powerful message. So hear ye him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. As uh, before I stand to speak, um, it's so good to see many of our loved ones coming in from out of town and so forth to celebrate with us. And uh, I, I had a very interesting week where a beloved uh, sister of ours, my wife's uh, sister, uh, she came in from Montreal, Canada. Carol Wilson. Now, um, Carol is a very interesting person. You know, when you ask for the visitors to stand, I know she wasn't going to stand. But I know I wasn't going to get her, right? So I, publicly, I'm asking her, Carol and Jonathan, to stand. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's fine. It's, praise the Lord. Amen. Welcome to Las Vegas, Carol. And uh, get to know Carol. She is a, a very, very joyful person to learn, to know, especially at this time of the season. Amen? Amen? All right. Um, Brother Michael Brown, I'd like to invite him here. He has a word for us. Okay. Amen. Hey, good afternoon. Happy Sabbath. Um, just wanted to uh, bring Xavier and Exante over and uh, personally thank everybody for, uh, for their prayers for, for Erica. Um, for those that know me, I'm very deliberate and very, I guess, particular about what I do and how I do it. And I wanted to do this. Three weeks ago that, that when the Lord talked to me, I'm gonna go now because I Amen. Because I never know. We 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 never know that, that whatever situation we're in and whatever we're doing that you know God has a purpose for us and, and we'll know what that is, but it's important that that we move when he tells us to move. Amen. And I wanted to wait, again, I wanted to wait till my wife was able to come up and, uh, and, and thank you guys personally, but I, I went to see her this morning and, and, and she's, she's improving. She's, she's doing better every day. She's, uh, she's, able, to, she's able to move her, her left side, both legs and arms. Better than it was um, a week ago. So Praise God. This is going to be a long haul for us, and 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 she's improving. I just wanted to let you know you, that we appreciate your prayers. Um, 
please continue to pray for our family and, and, and when God tells you to move, don't hesitate. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Blessings. 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 Amen. Amen. Blessings. You know, this is what church is all about. You know, whatever you go through, we go through. And I want you to know that uh, this church has been uh, praying. In fact, tomorrow, we would like to call for a special period of prayer and fasting. We're asking everyone, when you get up in the morning, until 5 o'clock, tomorrow morning until 5 p.m., we want to take this time as a time of praying, prayer and fasting for those that are sick among us. Uh, so Erica, Sister Pruitt, uh, we also have uh, Sister Mildred that lost her sister. We want to include all those individuals that's mourning, those that are sick and afflicted. We want to bring them before the Lord, especially at the times of 9, 12, and 3. And so we're asking you, wherever you are, just take a pause, remember these individuals as we pray, because we believe that we serve a prayer-answering God. Amen? Amen? So praise God. We know those little steps are big steps, especially where life is counted from it. All right? May God bless you. All right. Around 2,000 years ago, there was a battle that was being waged in this world. And this battle was between two kings, two kings. One, an earthly monarch that was backed by the dragon, a dragon that was kicked out of heaven with his angels. And this earthly monarch was backed by this dragon. And he was opposing another king. He didn't look like a king back then. But this was the king of kings and lord of lords. This was the king that came down in the form of a child that was in a manger. This king that was going to grow up to be the Messiah of the world, the king that was going to save humanity from all their sins. This king, whose name is Jesus, when Jesus Christ came into this world, it was very interesting that God saw fit that he would send his heavenly messengers, the angels of God, to go to the shepherds, these men that was tending the flocks, shepherds, these men that were at the lowest, lowest part of the economy, these, these shepherds that uh, slept in the field. And as I was reading in scripture, it says that these shepherds, they slept keeping the night watch, keeping the night watch, keeping their flocks from the wolves. And these angels of God descended from heaven with a message to tell them that the Messiah is born in Bethlehem, the city of David. We have to understand that God is a very interesting God. He did not send these messengers to the Pharisees. He did not send these messengers to the Sadducees. He did not send these messengers, these heavenly messengers, to the great men of the world. He sent them to the shepherds, those that was pastoring the sheep, those that was taking care of his business. And these shepherds with the messengers and the men around, they had a celebration. They had a worship time. They had a praise session, recognizing that indeed the Messiah has come. The Emmanuel has come. And so as we think of all of this, the great Emmanuel, the God with us, he is with us. 
Whether we are going through sickness or disease, he is with us. When we are lost and we are out of the way and it seems that we are about to sink, the Messiah, the Emmanuel, is with us. It was prophesied centuries before that he was going to come. Daniel spoke of the great Messiah. In the book of Genesis, it's, it talks of that Shiloh that will come. And we see now, as prophesied by the book of Isaiah, that Emmanuel came. And when he came, he came to make a difference. He came to crush the head of Satan, liberating humanity forever. And so these shepherds with the men, they sang with the angelic hosts songs of praise. Today we come to celebrate what Christ has done, what he is doing, and what he will do. And so we sing as in commemoration of this, O come, O come, Emmanuel, Emmanuel has come. Please join us in singing O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It's found in your bulletin. Praise the Lord. And it's because of the Emmanuel that came into this world. It is because of him that we could live and that we could have life more abundantly. The interesting thing is that as Emmanuel, Jesus Christ, was about to come to this earth, the ones who should know that he was coming didn't know. And that poses a problem. The ones who should know, who studied the books, who studied the prophecies, who studied their Sabbath school lessons, the ones who should know didn't know. That is something that is very very interesting. There's an awesome, awful theme that we see in Scripture. It is like when Jesus told the, the parables of those individuals that did not feed him and did not give him water to drink. And he said unto them, depart from me, I know you not. You know, God, it seems to me, he, 
he gets with individual that knows him, that seeks to know him. And so we see here that as the Bible, the narrative tells us that um, you have individuals, not just the shepherds were let into this secret, and it was not much of a secret, it was prophesied. You had three kings that traveled from the east. These three kings that was reading the, the prophecies, the, the prophecies that was carried forth in the time of, of Daniel, these three kings that knew of the coming Messiah, the kings that listened to even what a prophecy that the Balaam wrote down. These three kings, they were stargazers, and they knew that something was about to happen. The Messiah was coming. And this chosen one, the Son of God, was going to make a difference in the world. The question that I have for each and every one of us do we know what's on heaven's mind right now? Do we know what heaven is thinking of you even right now? There is a divine movement that is taking place in this world as it was 2,000 years ago. There is a divine movement that is taking place right now. And God has you and me on his mind. Abundant life. It's very important for us to understand, as the book of Amos chapter 3 verse 7 tells us, that the Lord does nothing on earth unless he consults his servants, the prophets. And so it was prophesied that Jesus was going to come. They knew that the Messiah was going to come, but however, they ignored the prophecy. They were so concerned about what men had to say that they ignored what God had to say. And so church, as you have come into the inner sanctum today to worship, to praise God, it is very important for us to tune in to heaven. And so when these men from the east, they traveled from the east and to pay homage to uh, Jesus Christ, bringing gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, they recognized that this was the creator God. They recognized that he was the king of kings. They recognized that indeed Emmanuel has come. Has Emmanuel come into your life today? Has Emmanuel made a difference in your life today? Has Emmanuel, the great Emmanuel, has he changed your life today? God is asking us to walk into a brand new experience. Whatever you may be facing, you may be driving around on the streets hearing this message. You may be on the internet and you just stumbled over this. Emmanuel wants to come into your space. Emmanuel wants to make a difference in your life. Emmanuel wants you to help you to overcome dope. Emmanuel wants you to stop the prostitution. Emmanuel wants to make a difference in your life. Will you accept Emmanuel today? Indeed, Emmanuel. He doesn't want to force his way. He only comes where he is invited. How many of us would like to invite Emmanuel into your space today to make a difference today? It is important that as we sing our songs of praise today, that we recognize that he is the reason for the season he is a reason why we all exist right now. And as the song says, have you heard about the baby? The Magi, they heard about the baby. They came. The shepherds, they heard about the baby. And they came. Have you heard about what the baby turned Messiah did back then and is doing now and will do in your life. It is my prayer 
that we will hear about this baby and allow him, this Messiah, to change your life.
I'll proclaim it everywhere I roam. There is no greater love, no greater peace, no greater joy since I have seen my Lord. Have you seen him?
name is Jesus, sweet Jesus. Oh, what a wonderful child, Jesus, King Jesus, so holy, meek and mild. Oh, new life, new hope to all he brings. Listen, listen, listen to the angels sing. I say glory, 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 glory to the new born king. Come on, Jesus. sing about it. Jesus. Oh, oh, what a wonderful child. He's my Jesus, my King Jesus. He's so holy. And Joseph was his earthly father. Three wise men came from afar. They were guided by a shining star to see King Jesus where he lay in a manger filled with hay. Do you know him? You say. wonderful child to the newborn king amen amen oh boy the abundant life choir and the queen of vegas our very own queen of vegas praise the lord praise the lord you know i want you to understand this is a time when the world the world is wild about Jesus. They're praising Jesus, right? Some of them, they don't even know who they're praising. Right? Everyone, you're in the shopping mall, and Merry Christmas, you know, and a Happy New Year, you know, and they're clipping and clopping and, you know, just, just having a wonderful time. But do they know what is going on? Do we know what is going on? It is very important for us to understand who we praise. It is very important who we lift up. We understand who we lift up. Uh, there are some traditional Christians that they come to church every Sabbath. They lift up holy hands because the music sounds good. 
or the preacher brought the word and you were entertained and you praise God, but do you know who you're praising? It is very important for us to know this. When we reflect back, as I told you at the onset, there was a battle between two kings. King Herod, this man that grew up in a privileged home, he had all the wealth that he wanted. And anyone that threatened to take his wealth, he will kill them. That was Herod's way of doing things. He, he believed in climbing up the ladder. He believed in upward mobility. Do you know what that is, right? Upward, you know, you don't go down to succeed, you go up to succeed. But we serve a God that is, he does some strange things. You see, while uh, Herod believed in upward mobility, Jesus believed in downward mobility. He believed that he had to come down to succeed. He believed he had to reach down to this earth. And he had to stoop down to save some people. He had to stoop down to save some prostitutes in Las Vegas. He believed he had to come down, and he had to come down in our mess, in the mud. He believed that he had to come down. And as he came down, the scripture tells us that, you know, he was rich. He was rich, and he had it all. He had everything going on for him in heaven. He didn't have to come down. And so when we think of these two kings, when we think of these two kings, one was preoccupied with power, but the other, he was preoccupied with our salvation. He wanted to save us. It's important that you know who you serve. We serve a God of salvation. We serve the Emmanuel that came down to us to save us out of our sins even save us from our sins. And so while Herod was preoccupied with power, Jesus was preoccupied with our salvation. Amen? Amen? But then we think of it, he was not only preoccupied with power, he was preoccupied with his possessions. He wanted all his toys. Have you ever seen kids? They don't want one toy out of their sight. They don't want to share their toys with anyone. That was Herod. His method, he just, he wanted to keep everything to himself. But Jesus, he was preoccupied with giving us his righteousness. Because if you don't have, if we don't have the righteousness of Christ, if we do not have the righteousness of Christ, we are not going anywhere. And it's important that to understand what Jesus was preoccupied, he wanted to give us more of himself and that we will have less of us. While Herod was preoccupied with prestige, he wanted to have the honor. He wanted to, he loved the everyone bowing down before him. Oh, King Herod. Jesus was not preoccupied with that. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, it tells us, for we, for he know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that because he became poor, being rich, that out of that by poverty may become rich, that we, out of his poverty, out of his poverty, we may become rich. Jesus Christ came down and met us in our poverty to make us rich in his grace, in his righteousness. That is what Jesus is all about. And so folks, I want you to understand, yes, we're so happy we have relatives coming, flying from all about, we're going to have, some of you have a Christmas tree, and hey, I'm not going to knock the tree, right? As long as you don't worship it. As long as you don't bow down to it, right? 
as long as you don't make it your God and put skulls and stuff and all of these things, I'm not going to bother your tree. But let me tell you that if you forget what Jesus Christ has done in your life, if you do not lift up Jesus Christ and recognize that without Jesus, that without Jesus you are nothing. You got to realize that, you know, there is no Christmas, as we say. There is no Christmas without you. Jesus Christ, he came to be your Christmas. Uh, let me qualify to say Christmas in the Catholic term. Christ. He wants to break in your reality to make you rich out of your poverty. And so we serve a God that believes in downward mobility. He comes down to make you rich. Whatever you're going through, Jesus specializes in taking you out of your mess, taking us out of our mess taking us out of our poverty and making us rich with his power and his grace.
as I wander. And Tiana was going to be with us to sing, but she woke up and she was sick. So we're going to miss that song. And Tiana, if you're well now and you're watching on the internet, there will be another time and another place. But we look forward to hearing you Amen. and we hope that you're feeling better. Hmm.
Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Were you blessed? 
We have heard the word of God in the Bible and through song. And God has spoken to someone today. You have heard about this Emmanuel. Maybe you have never been acquainted with him in a personal way. But today we would like to uh, open the doors of the church and invite you to come in into a relationship, into a journey with Emmanuel. The Lord, he traveled the distance. <laughs> 